That's how we feel like I, I don't give a damn if you walking past I say good morning and you don't and you just keep rolling like I don't give a fuck. I'm just <sighs> I'm a courteous individual. But if you standing there, we make eye contact, I say good morning, and you just look and keep rolling. No, <clears throat> hold on. That's rude as fuck. You're gonna need me today. No, All you right. gotta say something. You gotta say like, something. That's, that's rude as shit. Top of the morning. Shoot. I was raised where I can't even walk into a room without greeting people. Or yeah, somebody else without knocking. to episode 192 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. How are y'all this week? I'm feeling good. Let's go. Let's roll. I'm the RJ. Only known as? The RJ. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as Kay Diddy. Take that, take that. All right, so you can hit us on our social medias. That's at Technical File, T-E-C-K, on Instagram and the Twitter. Also, you can go to our website, www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You're damn right. We are also on Facebook, Technical File Podcast, mm-hmm. which also has a Facebook group, Technical File Pod Overtime, where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. But last but not least, but do not forget, we are also on the YouTube. You can check out our beautiful faces every week. Technical File Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing Tech File fam, I'm sure they're wanting you know. Your mother, your daddy, mm-hmm. your brother, mm-hmm. anybody, baby mama, anybody. baby daddy, um, wherever you're listening right now, share it. Takes less than 30 seconds and we don't grow without y'all. So mm-hmm. let the fam grow. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do we got a challenge this week? Um, as always, the running challenge. Um, make sure y'all um, screenshot y'all downloading the Good News Radio app. Um, so do that right now. Um, that's the only challenge that I have unless you guys have something else. That worked for me. No, I keep them focused. <laughs> <laughs> Singular target. <laughs> so wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Google Play. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. We there. SoundCloud. Yeah. We are there. Spotify. 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 We there too. Pandora. <laughs> okay. Pandora. We, we are there. <laughs> Amazon Music. Amazon Music. Man, Amazon. Yep. Go ahead, check us out. iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. We got two. Himalaya. Like a player. Like a Why player, you so country, Ken? Wooshka. Wooshka. And the aforementioned Good News app. We there. Good we News Tuesday. Good News Radio. We there. Tune in on the Good News. Check out the show live, 6 yeah. to 8 p.m. Central Time. 
that's four to six. If you, speci- I said specific, Pacific. <laughs> they used to mess me up as a kid. I used to hate saying Pacific. <laughs> I had somebody but. say Pacific to me when they meant specific yesterday. So it goes both ways. It does. Yeah. It just, you may awesome. catch a player slipping. Hey, it happened from time to time. But yes, yeah, so make sure you download the app. Check us out. You can also go listen online. Just check out the good news, man. We're there yeah, live. Good. You can yeah. hit the chat box and be part of the show, too. So come on. What you waiting for? Bring your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and wherever you're listening to this episode right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars are better. It helps us and we appreciate it. Is there all of that? All of that. Now, let's shout out our top listening cities from the past week and those international listeners. So, number one, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We appreciate y'all. The home. Burr, burr, burr. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, we got some some new cities on the on the list this week. Number two, okay. Orrington, Maine. Or okay, okay, Orrington, Maine. East Coast. I didn't even know. I was like, "What is M E?" I was like, "I ain't seen this before." <laughs> oh yeah, that's Maine. That's Maine. That's Maine. <clears throat> Number three, we got New York, New York, New okay, York. New What's York? going on, New York City? <laughs> city slickers, like in life, <laughs> New York City one, New York City two. Come on. <laughs> Number four, we got St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Another city that I love. I love St. Louis. I gotta be there soon. <clears throat> oh, shout out to my uh, granddad. He just turned seventy-five. Uh, hey, shout out, granddad. Shout out, he shout out. Here. Yeah, man. He's still moving and grooving like he's like forty, dog. A young Rupert Snapper. He out here. Must <laughs> run in the family, Tim. Yeah, I told him that. I was like, maybe I age gracefully like you, bro. Well, like, I'm cool with that. I'm cool. I with mean, that. how old do people generally think you are when they see? You? If I got, it depends on how much hair I got, honestly. That's, but that's fair. Like with my hair yeah. now, I get 25, 26. Yeah. Yeah. And 32 easy money. <laughs> I knew I was 33 this year. Yeah. So, I knew I was old when they, when Cass started. I went to a gas station, dude was like, oh, hey, Unc. I'm like, God. <laughs> I'm like, I'm old as motherfucking now. It was good, old head. Yeah, yeah, right. good. yeah, it was good, old school. I'm like, old school, nigga, what? <laughs> we getting there. We getting close. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Speaking of old school, shout out to the Pie Father. Happy birthday, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, brother. Oh, yeah. Talking about hey, Speaking man. about old, that nigga old. <laughs> <laughs> the real OG. He's the Dr. Dre. He the OG yeah. for real, though. Man, for real. Number five, we got Boiling Brook, Illinois. Boiling Brook. Boiling Brook. What up? Y'all been coming back lately? Welcome back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number six. Let me let me start right, reading this right. Tom Ball, Texas. Tom yeah, that's Ball, out. Texas. All I can right. tell you what first thing came to my mind. Uh, Tom Ball. What's, good? what's going on? Welcome. Tom Ball. Oh, Tom Ball. My bad. What? Tom Ball. What's going on? Yeah, I think that's Jimmy Butler here on time, I think. Oh, for real? Oh, that's part of the, the Houston metropolitan area. Okay. Okay. All yep. Right. You went to Tom Ball High there. School in Tom Ball, Texas. That's mm. wild. The Tom Ball, Texas. That's some. Really I was gonna good. say, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe it's because like I've never heard of Tom Ball before, so like it stuck out. Number yes. seven, we got Ashburn, Virginia. Ashburn, Virginia. Welcome, welcome. Number eight, we got Kenosha, Wisconsin. K. Tom, welcome, welcome back as always. <laughs> Hello, neighbor. 
Number K-Town. nine, we got New Berlin. He's been getting K Town off. So you gonna let K Town stay? <laughs> ain't nobody said nothing to his ass about K Town. Hey. Y'all tried to the few person times. from hey, the, the person from Kenosha. What do y'all call y'all? Who's y'all? Tell me what y'all did, baby. <laughs> Tell me what the nigga. K Town. K Town. I was gonna say something real out of pocket so we can move on. Uh, sure. Yeah, number nine, we got New Berlin, Wisconsin. <laughs> Hello, New baby. Berlin. What's going on? And then number ten, we got Seattle, Washington. Seattle, oh. welcome back. That's like the like. That's the most random city that I really want to get to. Like, I don't know why, but I just... They're the same. I really Man, I was to supposed Seattle. to be in Seattle before the pandemic hit. I had a whole conference. I had a whole thing planned. My roommate was out there from college. and We was going to meet up. Like, another roommate was going to drive up. And we was going to have, like, a nice time before the conference started. And then COVID hit. And I was like, everything got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> when was the wild. conference supposed to be? Uh, March 20th somewhere in there like it was oh, great yeah, mm. and it was funny because leading up to it I kept going like shit I can't like should I, should I I don't know what to do and then everything just shut down I was like well mm-hmm. I got my answer so yeah. I stopped over in Washington we were supposed to be over in Hawaii when I came back from uh, Guam so. it was a stop in between it, no it was we were supposed to stop over at Hawaii in between that was our, our connecting flight so to speak we spent the night over there on the way there and it was two hurricanes hitting Hawaii back to back. So instead of going to Hawaii, we had to fly over to Washington. I believe we was in. I'm almost sure we was in uh, Seattle. I'm. Mm. I'm pretty sure. But he was yeah. nowhere near Seattle. Was she? <laughs> <laughs> it was in Washington yeah. D.C. Exactly. He's like, like, <laughs> no, like wrong Washington. My bad. It's two bases that's there, and we stopped over there, and I was kind of pissed about that. But I was like, man, I'm praying for the folks in Hawaii, but I really wanted to be there. Hey, in a hurricane, you would you run you would have been in a hurricane. It was beautiful. I've been in there. <laughs> this <laughs> man's hurt. Enjoying my time. <laughs> Spending like a motherfucker. You are incorrect. <laughs> you ain't Aquaman. <laughs> 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 you think he Aquaman and shit? And then that dude. cyclone, enjoying myself. <laughs> <laughs> International listeners, we had four other countries tuning in outside of the U.S. We had Italy. Italy, hey. welcome. Oh, I'm going to send y'all this emoji. They just added to... Uh... Yeah, All keep right. going. Belgium. It makes sense in a second. Belgium. Uh, trusty old Belgium. Welcome back. We had... Uh, I've... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's not funny. Because I'm it sorry. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you wild for this. <laughs> Is it Moldova? Is that, is yeah. that how you pronounce the country? Mold- oh, Moldova. No. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. And then, y'all, mm-hmm. Spain. Welcome, but where you hey, been? Y'all made it back. Spain, Spain. where you been at? Spain, Spain. Uh, welcome back. I know what that is. Belgium was just <laughs> hopping between countries. They're trying to throw us off the scent. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, Spain. We miss welcome you. Welcome back. Welcome back. I've been hey, you know, that's a cold beat to freestyle, too. That is a cold beat to freestyle. That welcome too. back beat. Yes. I. I was in the car. I was like, ready "Bruh, <laughs> you got a freestyle ready next week?" I'm, no, up, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hey, you got you got to be ready. You say, "Hey, don't be bringing a freestyle." That's in my free. That, that's in my free exactly. time. If you ain't gonna be, if you ain't gonna spit stuff, only people that me spit regularly is my kids and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the bar been closed. They had no drunk Tim over no beats. That's why ain't nobody else been hearing you rap. Sport fact of the week. What we got? Uh, 
it's the best I can do. So bear <laughs> with me. March 26, 1973, UCLA defeats Memphis 87-66 to, uh, to win the national or well, the NCAA basketball championship. It's the seventh straight championship win for Coach John Wooden and the Bruins and the ninth in the last 10 years. The Bruins hold a uh, 61-55 edge with 9.27 remaining when junior center Bill Walton picks up his fourth foul. Wooden leaves Walton in the game and is rewarded when he scores a championship game record 44 points with an astonishing 21 field goals on 22 attempts. The contest is the first tournament final to be televised nationally on a Monday night, a practice that will continue to this day. Hmm. He was a baller. First, the first, what year was that? 1973. And that was the first, okay. That's the first time it was televised on a Monday night, so I don't know what day of the week it used to be. And they're currently balling right now, too, in the tournament. You still there? Mm-hmm. And it's week 16. Well, you know what? Let's not even hold up the show. Let's let's get into the topics of the week, because we're going to start right there with that uh, that March Madness, because my bracket, woo boy. <laughs> All right. So... March Madness has been mad for show, for show. Yeah, um, man. How how are y'all brackets looking? How how y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't Illinois with it at all, so y'all know about my brackets. You and Ari, that's why I was yeah. like, I'm so at eighty one percent. Eighty one percent. Eighty one. That's yeah. not bad. Snow was at like ninety something. Nigga, I'm yeah. at thirty three, fam. Thirty three. I'm doing better in my women's bracket, but the men's oh, bracket. Yeah, me too. Yeah, women's bracket. Thirty three. Thirty three. But yeah, I got three of three, three or four of my final four teams are still in it. So okay. Uh, Oklahoma State. Come on, man. That <laughs> cool. Oklahoma yeah, State let State me down, out. man. K. I, I had I a lot of faith in in K. Ooh, they didn't give him the ball. I was gonna say it wasn't Kate's fault. At the end of the game, I was I was sitting there like, just get the ball back to Kate. Get the ball back to Kate. They there were a couple taking passes these he could have made. Them little there layups and man. He had some teammates a couple of times. I'm looking, I'm like, bro, just real quick to the left. Nope. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like, real quick, oh, oh corner. Nope. Nope. You're going up with that one? Okay. So they there was right right some time right right like he's he taking some questionable shots, but I mean he tried. He tried because they was missing wide open layups. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, they was missing something. <laughs> I was like, college basketball is like the most exciting bad basketball ever, bro. It is like, such bad basketball. <laughs> so many missed layups, so many threes. You're like, why did you shoot that? And your guy was wide open. Next, he's like watching 2K in the wreck. <laughs> like, bro, like, what is what is these shots that are going up sometimes? But the defense, when it when some teams are locked in, it is beautiful. Like, good. Like, I like Oral, Oral Roberts have been. <laughs> worth the watch. Like yeah. they were the first game that I watched. So be, them beating Ohio State because I wanted to just see who was gonna get knocked out by the Big Ten, which they did shitty, by the way. Absolutely hey. garbage. The Big Ten was getting only. only if Michigan <laughs> lost, I wouldn't have been surprised. I was like, all the Big Ten would have been out because y'all motherfuckers just can't show up nowhere. <laughs> like damn, hey. they be getting smacked. I mean, Wisconsin beat North Carolina, which, which I had. Great. That was a I knew they, would, I knew they would win the first round, and then I had them out in the second round. Yeah, which. me too. Because they got stomped. They weren't going to beat Baylor. Like, I no, knew that off top. No. Like, no. No. <laughs> Not no. Baylor, Baylor stomped them. I mean, they tied them in the second half, but that first half was mm-mm. mm-mm. Man. So, say la vie. 
I still got Gonzaga though as my title. Uh, Same. We have Gonzaga. both had Gonzaga, so we we still got some hope of some some victory. But oh, like yes. I thirty <clears> percent <throat> on my bracket is. <laughs> I'm at seventy two percent, so it's not that bad. I think you just there. ain't got no national champion. Yeah, I guess I'm national champion. <laughs> ain't too bad, I guess. Yeah, I'm the worst of both worlds because I'm at thirty three percent and I don't have a national champion. So. <laughs> 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 I also didn't watch a second of college basketball this season. So, <laughs> did you watch any of the tournament games? I haven't watched a second of college basketball. This season, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> no, it was it was some good games, man. Like it really was some good games, and seeing certain college talent kind of missed seeing like okay. I can see how I can transition to the next level or things like that. Like I can see what people, what's the hype about certain players and why certain players are looked at a certain way. Like, like uh, who? Amos, oh, Ace I'm sorry. Ace over at Oral Roberts. Like he's the number one leading scorer, but nobody really was talking about him going into the tournament. You don't make sure people are talking about him now. And they, the fifth, they was 15 seed. So now all of a sudden they're like, well, there's a reason he's the number one scorer in the nation. No, it ain't just the competition. Like he's putting these buckets on everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> but him and O'Bannon. O'Bannon been hooping too. I was like, I like that forward. Like he's nice. So, hey, so like you can, only, you can only play who's in front of you. And mm-hmm. uh, I, was thinking, I think it was Ja who tweeted it. I could be wrong, but I believe Ja Morant tweeted like, as a mid-major, like you looked, you got up for playing like the big programs because you were sitting there like, they're not that much better than me. Like I know right. in my heart, like they're not that much better than me. And you, you get up for them games and you go. It's been, it's been dope. Like the Oklahoma game was good. Oh, and the Oklahoma state game. Like, okay. Yeah. But, uh, the NCAA was in the news for other reasons outside of the tournament. Uh, the women's facilities just didn't look quite the same as the men's their weight room was some dumbbells and some yoga mats that they could sanitize and then that was it like these are collegiate athletes like you really think that's all they do like you know like the schools that they coming from and what those weight rooms look like and that's what y'all gonna give them like come on now come on now and then the president mark emmert at first he came they had a statement like we were wrong we were wrong but then he tried to walk that back some. And he was like, well, you know, the weight rooms that were shown on the videos, those were never intended to be the weight rooms. Like, those were exercise rooms before the kids went out into the corporate practice. But once the video's out there, then, like, it's out there. <clears throat> uh, Mark? Marky? Marky Mark. Listen, if that is the case, then where was the weight room? That, that's, where was the weight room then? The women also apparently had uh, worse food quality and then their swag bags, which were put together by the NCAA, weren't the same. How do you not just give them all the same swag bag? It's your product. It's your product. (laughs) It's the same sponsors. Yeah, that don't make sense. That's stupid. That's stupid. But That was was wild because it blew up on Twitter. It blew up on TikTok first. And then she came to, and then she came to, yeah. Then she came to Twitter and said, "I'm gonna post this here because mm-hmm. we need some more eyes." Oh, on people it. are actually here. Social and media. You see, they upgraded right. the facilities after that tweet blew up, and it's wild yeah. that it took that. And then, of course, you got all the assholes out there telling, "Well, they don't bring in the the money and the viewership." Like, bro, it's the same sponsors. <laughs> like they're sponsoring NCAA tournaments, like. And why is it not fair that they can lift weights just the same as the guys? They can have the same weight room. They can get the same equipment if they're playing. 
They can set the exact yeah. same way. It don't matter how much money they're bringing in. It's, it just didn't make sense. Like you got all of these schools that's coming. You got D one schools. The same men that's going over there is from the same colleges these women are coming from. Y'all telling me y'all didn't have enough money to really set the same shit up? They had the money. It's they just that women's the time, the afterthought. That's all that is. The resources. Like, they could have been there because they had the shit set up for the men already. Again, it wasn't about it wasn't about, you know, they didn't have the money to do it. They didn't care to. They didn't exactly it wasn't a priority. Exactly. Uh but yeah, to your point, Tim, like there are a bunch of mouth breathing neck beards on the internet talking <laughs> down about women's sports and how you know they don't bring in the same revenue or it's just you know it's not a good product and blah 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 blah. Uh, the main bitch ass nigga on inter- oh. Instagram was Nick Young, Swaggy oh, P, a Cheeto Iggy. Um, hmm. He was in the comp like he don't have anything better to do. So he in the comments of like the Sports Center post talking about man, y'all not bringing in the big bucks, y'all the G- JV team, and it's cool. Like this is a pattern of like denigrating women's basketball for Nick Young. Like he was talking years ago about how, you know, the WNBA needs to bring in Instagram models and then maybe somebody actually watch it. Like, <clears throat> fuck you, Nick Young. Basically. Like it was gonna be my blow to whistle, but it made more sense up here. So fuck that nigga. I'm I'm cool with that energy. You on the fucking list. I thought you said something completely <laughs> different. Uh-huh. No, I same. I, huh? What's next? Yummy <laughs> 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 one, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. Thank you, sir. <laughs> if I had a top hat, I'll tip it. <laughs> Hello. You owe me one. That's funny. Uh, NFL free agency. So it's ongoing. The wheel keeps spinning, so to speak. As we did last week, we are not going to read through all the different transactions that happened Mm-mm. because that's boring. Yeah. We're just going to talk about things that stood out to us that piqued our interest, so on and so forth. So first thing I just want to say is that Kenzo quarterback, <laughs> Trippy Mitchie. <laughs> he don't went to Buffalo. He said, you know hey, what? Man. Yeah. I'll be a backup. And I was like, you know what, Mitch? He a good I backup. I like that for you. <laughs> he's a really good backup. They might put him in some uh, trick plays and have him yeah. run it. But he's yeah. a good he can run for sure. And yeah. honestly, he's seen what they've done for Josh Allen. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, that's a, a program that develops quarterbacks. So, like, I yeah. wouldn't mind going there for a one-year deal. Working way up. Maybe next year I can, you know, parlay that into something. Yeah. More lucrative. I wish him nothing but the best for real. For sure. I mean, on top of that, we invested it so much to get him <laughs> and, and got nothing back. It got nothing. No, no, you know, but it's, it's no, you always have that Pro Bowl season. He was a Pro Bowler. Mm-hmm. Damn. Then, and then he wanted to take marks. Huh? <laughs> like he five he, different quarterbacks declined to go. And I mean, to be fair, the triple dunk that wasn't Mitchie's fault or. Well, yeah, for the, the the field goal, the double dunk, or the double dunk. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, y'all saying Doug? I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, that wasn't Mitchie's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's still fucking, but you know <laughs> that wasn't his fault because he was on the See, bench, I, bro. I ain't never had no problem with Mitch. I was cheering for Mitch. He was. We on always cheer for Mitch. He was on I mean, our team. I've, I've appreciated him. Right. Uh, hey, the quarterback that can't go there. Chill out, y'all. He's on our team, man. Ain't no, ain't no beef with that. Ain't no beef with that. 
Howie or not Howie Long. That's his daddy. Kyle Long went with the Chiefs. Speaking of yeah, the, uh, they started getting their line back. They they getting a new one. They just said, I'll blame you know what? If I'm gonna come out of retirement, that's where I go to. And they still got Duvernay there too. He was probably watching during Super Bowl. Like, dang, like they really need some help for that investment. Let I me could. go ahead and get up out here. Right, I, yeah. I could. I ain't doing nothing else. He hit his agent. Hey, I ain't got to go back to Chicago. All hey. right. <laughs> I am salty about that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to come back to Chicago. No, nigga, psych. He's a free agent. He's free. What are they doing? Like, releasing Losing all talent? cornerbacks? Like, I don't know what we're doing. I, I have, like I said, Ryan, I have no clue what Ryan Pace is doing. I'm <laughs> trusting. I'm going to trust him in the draft that we're going to do what we need to do. I, the, I, I have no choice. No, the option but the trust. Y'all should look at us grabbing when we try to get him the first time. If y'all going to do this. No, see, the thing with Kyle Fuller is that when everybody saw how the cap was looking and mm-hmm. people started looking at other people's teams, like, they might be a cap casualty. They might be a cap casualty. And mm-hmm. Kyle Fuller was one that just kept getting brought up. Like, he was going to get 14S. That's and it was like, shit. They, didn't have, they didn't have the money. So everybody was looking like, they're going to they end up cutting them. And they cut them. And now mm-hmm. he in Denver. That's so, awesome. They ain't had money, but they signed Red Rifle. To 10. <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> 10 of it. And they losing talent. Hey, listen. Gave him 10, and, though. And Hakeem Hicks, Hakeem Hicks gone, too, ain't he? Oh, he about but, to be gone, something like that. But they was able yeah. to give Red Rifle the 10 because they got rid of his 14, you know? Again, yeah, like, if that's the talent trade, trade off that you want. Nah. Yeah, all they got, that's they, the they allocation. Got, they got Desmond uh, Trufant. They picked him up, the Bears. Did that's they sign they him this offseason with the money? Who? They got... So y'all cut y'all all pro corner? Uh, they got Desmond Troop. That, that's a hey. cap casualty. Yo, one of your best players is a cap casualty. All this right. is what happens when, when you scramble and do shit, and then all of a sudden, we don't have no money to do nothing. We ain't have money either. Packers fans, <laughs> like, pay attention to this. Like, you know, you splurge in free agency, you end up having to get rid of your high priced players on your roster. So, would you mm-hmm. rather re sign the guys you got or, you know, go out and find new guys? Speaking and of, I don't mind the Kevin King resigning. Well. Yeah, the Packers resigned Kevin King. Uh, I say Packer fans were highly upset about that. Well, we got a new defensive What's, coordinator. Don't care. Unless he's trying to tackle. Hey, he, was he the one getting burnt? He was getting yeah, like burnt the whole yes. season. No, no, was, no, 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 no. Season. Let's clarify. Huh? What he cannot do well, what he did not do well all season was tackle. tackle. Cannot, okay. He cannot. He's he a, a far tackle. He think he can hit stick, but he ain't. But he he can, got no hit behind. He can his work on that though. He's been working on it for four years. The, pro- the problem is he gets picked on because nobody wants to go at Jair. So, like, he's going to get more balls thrown at him. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, for, you know, like they say, he can't tackle. So, if he def- <laughs> if he can defend the ball, like, if it doesn't get to the people, mm-hmm. like, he's straight. But if was, they can't. Was he holding Allen Robertson? I don't know. Probably he, at some point. He, I believe there's a. There's one so I was like, both Packer games, whoever, whoever was, yeah, whoever mm-hmm. was the. Yeah, it was that DB was, was getting it, dead. It was yeah, Kevin Jair. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, no, Jair. But they weren't even looking his way. <laughs> King is, King, King is like, actually nope. not a bad. He's not a bad coverage corner. He's not. Mm-hmm. He Neither had was. a bad game. It was terrible. Jackson. He he had a he had his worst game at the worst time. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that was in the playoffs. But again, <clears throat> if he can learn how to tackle this offseason, if he can figure that part out, I'm okay with a one year deal for him. But y'all better draft a cornerback in this draft too. You hear me, Packers? Probably first or second round. Y'all pick one up because he ain't <laughs> it long term. We can do it with it for this year. That's cool. 
I can deal with it. I wasn't happy, but I can deal with it. But y'all better not. <laughs> y'all better not mess this draft up. So the 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 I guess the war that's going on with the Packers right now, Aaron Rodgers, with the contract restructure is he wants a guarantee past 2021. I don't blame him. I don't, I don't want security. Or 2022, I'm sorry. He wants to make sure that he doesn't get screwed next year for staying this year and giving him a cut. So I was like, shit, if you want to tell, have Jordan Rodgers starting his, I mean, Jordan Love starting his third like, year. <laughs> Jordan Love starting his third year or beginning of his fourth year because they wanted to make sure they don't have to pay him out or something like that or just make sure he sits long enough. Cool. But they probably want to start him next year, which is Rodgers like, nah, yeah, I'm not going to give y'all a deal. We save all this money mm-hmm. and then y'all cut me next year. Mm-hmm. And that's not, that's not what's happening. So we are working on a restructure with him, but I say give him the one more year. Love can sit a whole year with the whole, like he sat all last year, but he ain't off season. So everything is still on the fly. He got a whole off season. He's sitting right now. Rogers didn't start to what? His third year. He was drafted in 05. And his first year starting was 08. <clears throat> yeah. Like you, you can go the same route. If you think he's the same guy. Take your time. That's, Don't run your a superstar out the city because he still put up an MVP season last year. That's what I'm like. I can see if one he was saying I'm planning to retire. Like how far was doing the whole like mm-hmm. uh, I'm like no, nah, I might not. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not doing that. And also, he literally just won the MVP last season. Like if he wasn't playing well, I could see why you'd be like, you know what? No, we don't want to give you this. Ex- like give the man his extend him, <laughs> extend three. him. We have seen absolutely nothing from Jordan Love. Like, there's, there's nobody of work there. It's not like, you know, like, he didn't even get to play preseason. You know what I mean? Like, he... Nothing. I think it's a little premature. Like, unless he's, like, really wowing you in practice, which I haven't heard any reports. He was not. He didn't beat Tim uh, Boyle out. He did not. Yeah. <laughs> not a, not a default. No. Not a second. <laughs> <laughs> not a snap. Not a, not a, a grass leaf hit his damn cleat until after the game. <laughs> like he got no time and you try to push Aaron Rodgers out give the man a whole offseason and a preseason and a whole season to see how shit changes for the second year that way he gets a full education as his first year and then we see what happens last year was really like a a red shirt like that don't that don't count count. like listen the thing is so, so like with quarter, and like I get it. If that's your guy, then that's your guy, and you really believe in him. But at the same time, like the whole thing about young quarterbacks in the NFL recently has been like when you hit on them, like you get to reap the benefits of that low cap hole or cap hit, so you can really build up a team around them. But like drafting a quarterback and then having them sit for three years, like by the time he finally hits the field, like you got to pay him. He ain't gonna have to so pay like, that much. He ain't earn nothing. I mean, I'm saying, like, if, if he gets to year three and becomes a starter and then he, like, sets the work, like, he has an Aaron Rodgers-type first year, like, then he's already extension eligible at that point or whatever it is. Like, you're already staring at, like, only one more year left on his rookie deal or two years left on his rookie deal. Like, And these quarterback cap hits is getting wild, bro. Exactly. So, it's like, I don't know. It just seems like poor cap management, like, unless you really thought that this was going to be Rodgers last year with you, which, I mean, I guess probably did. Day. They probably did, and (laughs) fool on you, because the moment y'all drafted that nigga, y'all should have known what Aaron Rodgers was about. We said it on the show. We said it. 
Mm-hmm. He says this nigga might be MVP because he feels slighted. <laughs> we know how he's, he's working. Petty. He's petty. Like, oh, okay. Okay. okay That's where the double check came from. That's why whenever somebody do it, he light their ass up. <laughs> he's petty. <laughs> That's why all his State Farm commercials are petty. Like Aaron Rodgers is That's a Jordan petty football player. Like, Man. Yes. Don't piss him off. He took it personal. He took it personal. Every time. I don't know enough about NFL finance, so I'm I'm really like legitimately asking you guys, like, if they just let him play out on his current contract, like going into next offseason, he still has another year after that, right? I believe so. It's good. He got a three year deal right now that takes him through forty. He got three years left. To age forty, yeah. He got he got three years left on this. Get out of it, like basically scot free starting like next offseason. after next year which so is why he wants season. them to do something this season so that he knows like that he has to to go he don't want to be a lame duck quarterback this year and again so i guess i, I was asking that because it's like okay if if they kind of agree like hey we'll pay you all your money this year but next year we'll kind of move you to the spot that you want to go to then we want- conversation I, I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I wonder if that, you know, if, if there's a benefit to that. Like, if you guys get to a stalemate, it's like, I'm not giving money back to help y'all. And they're like, well, we want to make sure that we have flexibility going forward. I'm going to just tell y'all right now. I can see this um, unfolding in a very messy way. Um, again, mm. one, because Aaron Rodgers is petty. Come to Chicago, and, nigga. And <laughs> I can see him doing right, right, yeah, He's definitely going to the NFC. <laughs> they uh, they would team. offer the world. Like, I, if they get Yo, to that point, they're going to trade Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes to Chicago. I'm buying the jersey. I ain't going to lie. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Bears that week, I'm taking the week off from the show. He's Can't winning do it. the Super Bowl with Woo-hoo-hoo. the Bears. <laughs> I'll do the show. Just to piss everybody in the NFC North off. He'll for the Packers. He'll go all the way down. It'll be us versus his ass in the NFC Championship game. And he go go off for 500 goddamn yards and win the Super Bowl the year we trade his ass to the Bears. And I will, in the Bear wow. fan, will never let yes. us live that down. Ever. Hey, let's have a bowl. Let's have a bowl of president. The only reason why I can see him taking it, though. Not touching and agreeing on that. (laughs) I can see Chicago actually giving up six first-round picks. The the Packers would never trade him there. He'd have to get released and signed. Because they wouldn't even trade him. They'd trade him to the AFC if he gets. They're going to trade him to a different conference. I hear you. They're not going to trade him in the same. No, that ain't going to happen. And it's going to be a team that they just played, so he's not coming up on their schedule again. Like, they just going to make his ass. He's going to make his way back to the NFC North. We've seen the blueprint. We've seen the blueprint. He might have to spend a year somewhere else before he can come back to where he want to come to get his revenge. We saw Favre go to the Jets for his one year and then come back to the Vikings, which also was traumatizing that first season. I didn't really know oh how to God, feel. Bro. It was like seeing uh, an X all the time. Guy. Like I was like, <laughs> I was uncomfortable. And I was angry like, X. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you see that motherfucker, they smacking you up. Oh, it's no, the I was like, with, start going to the gym after y'all break up and get man, I had a I had a new boo with Aaron. And I was I don't know what to do because my old boo is coming to the same functions. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I don't want to have to relive that again. Yeah, nightmare but scenario. Moving on. Uh, speaking of the NFC North, though, the Vikings signed Patrick Peterson, which is mm-hmm. a great pickup for mm-hmm. I wanted them. I want to grab him. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, we ain't got no one year ten ten million. <laughs> Dollar money to throw out like some teams in the north, but that is what it is. That's a good pickup, Minnesota. I can't. That was, can't that was out with that. that was That's great. a good pickup. That's they need some secondary. They ain't got no damn buddy. Y'all, y'all really <laughs> trying to trying to uh, be the second best team in the north, and I respect that. I respect that. The spot's <laughs> wide open. It's wide open for you. 
So it's sad. Yeah. I can't even say that. Y'all should be better than the Lions. I mean, they got. Yeah. They got oh yeah, we better be. Oh, good, hell, well, actually, hey, in the real rifle, we trust too. They got Jared Goff. I mean, he ain't terrible. No, he's not terrible. Would you rather have Jared Goff or Andy Dalton? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Oh, at least Jared Goff could throw the ball up the damn field, and he had yeah. he had weapons too. And I've seen him actually be good. So, <laughs> some point in time, Andy Dalton yeah, exactly. was good before. Yeah, like, like five years ago. I'm just saying that was at some point, right? Like he was never. Yeah, good even that might be aggressive. Like, Probably like seven years ago. Ain't no way. I'm gonna have to look that up. Damn like, that sounds that about sound. right. Were there any other free agent signings that y'all saw? Uh, uh, Philly got their replacement for uh, the other redhead. Carson Wentz. Ooh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? Uh, uh, I forgot his nickname, but Joe Flacco. Oh, they got Joe Flacco? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Flacco. Again, not a bad backup. Yeah. Not a bad backup to have for Hurts. The Giants. The Giants are making noise. They're going to be the best defense in the NFC East. Mm -hmm. They hey, were, listen, I mean, but they got quality pickups. They're not going to have no excuse for that offense. No. If it don't work this year, like Danny Dimes did not progress too much last year, but uh, you got they Saquon back. Exactly. You're going to have your, your running back back, which makes the game easier for you, y'all. Mm-hmm. You got Kenny Galladay now as your number one. You got Darius Slayton behind him. You got uh, <sighs> Sterling Shepard behind him. Like that's three nice receivers too. to work out. Uh, maybe <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he, failed a, he failed a physical. So yeah, like about I thought it. you was gonna say failed a drug test. So I'm like, they, they no, no. Well, same result. It's <laughs> 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 a failed physical. So, yeah. so um, yeah, I think it's uh, they found something in his foot. It might need surgery, so they're reassessing yeah. at this point. But even then, they still have Evan Ingram. Like, it's not like. No, but I liked him as a good bet for Ingram because Ingram has mm-hmm. the tools, but he never really put it all together yet. And Kyle Rudolph is – he's been so, like a solid tight end right there. Mm-hmm. And I can see them drafting an offensive lineman, like guard or tackle in this one. In this draft, maybe two of them. But now that they got their offensive weapons back, they need a line for, for Danny to have time to throw. Because if Danny Dimes is accurate – with the weapons, bro, like he ain't even got to throw that much. But if he wants to, he has so many weapons now. He got it. Hey, that's man. a good offense if he makes it work. Ain't no excuses no more. New York, you better come ready to play. They could be the best team in the NFC East. Mm, well, we'll see how the draft I, goes. I wouldn't go that draft night, yet, but they could be. I, I would still put. Uh, ain't nobody else got a defense. Washington. And then, I was going to say, Washington I mean, I'm sorry. Chase Young. Washington ain't got no offense. Hey man, they got <laughs> magic right now, fam. They, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like they have a really good offense and the really and, and Washington just they picked up Curtis Samuel, which is a good pickup. They, Giants picked up a Dory Jackson, and they got Logan Ryan over there. I'm not saying better, I'm, not, I'm just saying they have enough I'm, to score. I'm like you act like they ain't got no offense. Like they ain't I'm gonna be able to do nothing. The, the defense wins games, nigga. Defense wins games, nigga. Offense, like it's way better. That's what I'm saying. They have the best defense. And in if that. you want to talk about offenses, then the best offense is Dallas. Yeah. Of course it's Dallas, but again, they don't have a defense. I'm saying the Giants have a defense and an offense. That's why I feel they would be the best team in the NFC. My other teams only got an offense or a defense. They don't have both. And they're really bad at the other. <laughs> Washington is not really bad offense. Okay, Washington is going to be all right. 
They'll be yeah, all okay. right. They're, all right, they're yeah. coming along. But as the most balanced team in the NFC East, like on offense and defense, they have the ability to offset the other. Hey, they got to show and prove. Y'all got any other free agents y'all want to talk about before we move into the NBA? Uh, um, nah. I want to say, I also yeah, just want to no. point out that Andy Dalton hasn't played 16 games since 2017. Yeah, I said that last week. Yep. But uh, he did throw for almost 3,500 yards in 2019. So, I mean, hey. How, how, how many years ago was that, though? Two. Yeah. But he also had he also had 16 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. So, maybe that's not a good. Uh, yeah. And his touchdown to interception ratio <laughs> be garbage. It's, last year, 14 to 8. Like, come on, it's, it's Yeah, it's, Prime AJ Green, too. It's poor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He did. Okay. It's been a while. It's been oh, a while. Your, your boy Deshaun is in L.A. Deshaun, that's a that was a nice pickup. Deshaun Jackson, like, yeah. if he can stay healthy for the Rams, I mean, you got you got him Stafford now. He has Robert Woods. It's not even about Ooh. what else is around him. It's about him. Can True. he finally be healthy? Because he hasn't True. been healthy for a while. But True. if he is, and he still got some speed, then that's a nice deep threat. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. All right, so NBA, we're gonna do some injury news. We gotta we gotta go here. God damn it! I, I know Ken. I know. I know. LeBron James suffered a high ankle sprain and a loss to the Hawks. He is expected to miss three to four weeks. At the moment, the Lakers are only, I believe, five games ahead of the eighth place Dallas Mavericks. So y'all probably still going to be without AD for another two months, or not two months, I'm sorry, about two weeks or so. Two weeks. So, I was looking at the schedule actually. And you have it pulled up, or can I? I was I was writing it down Ken? a little bit. Um, how are you feeling, Ken? I just Laker fan. Like I just need to know. Like um, injuries have not been nice to us this year. Um, that comes from us like playing so many games, the turnover, like actually you know playing in the in the actual finals and and all of that. Um, injuries have been have, hasn't been nice to us, man. Seeing LeBron go down and then automatically knowing, like, damn, AD not here either. Like, like, what do we kind of fall back on? Um, it's kind of terrifying. Um, but I feel like that we we can hold our own while LeBron is out. It just depends how like what AD we get when he comes back. So, you know, if it's going to take AD almost, a, you know, a few weeks to get back to, you know, in-game shape and get back to playing as dominant as AD has been, um, it's going to be rough. Like, you so, would imagine. You got something to say, Tim? I did, real quick. Um, you were, I guess we got to put a reminder that it's not that many games left and all weeks in the season left. So That's the, that's the bigger issue, like the – the amount of time that they have left, like there are a bunch of games shoved in. So they have a lot of games left. It's just, they come so quickly that like, you know, you out for two weeks, you miss 10 games or something like that. You know, I got to say exaggeration, but yeah, no, I actually got it. Like, I, that's what I was trying to get at. Like mm-hmm. if, if we say two weeks from today, AD is out that he, and he come back early as four, two, right. That's the next five games for sure. That y'all missing AD and LeBron. AD comes back, BAD. So LeBron come back, say in a month, 422 at the earliest. That's 15 games for LeBron going. When Bron and AD comes back, y'all have 14 games left in the season. Mm-hmm. 
that's wishing that they both come back ready to go being their former selves, not working themselves still back into shape. Mm-hmm. How do you think y'all can finish in the West? When y'all how, like how many only, games up are they on the seventh seed? I think it was only like four games two or something. And half, like that. Three and a half, something like that. Yeah. So like that's that's the thing. Like they're in they're in grave danger of falling into the play in which I mean like I see it's crazy. If, if LeBron yeah. and AD are back by then, then, you know, like single, you know, single elimination, like you would still feel good about it. But that means, you know, somebody doesn't have like a historic shooting night or, you know, like then you're really putting yourself in a position where Lakers don't even make the actual playoffs. Y'all five games up from the eight seed right now. Y'all got well, next five games, on. next five games without y'all superstar. You already lost one of, well, y'all got five more, but Y'all got to win some and hope that when he comes back, y'all continue to win some because it's going to be rough coming out of the West with everybody locked right there. Yeah. Five games is, will turn around quick in a week. <laughs> a the, week. Thing with the, the thing with the Lakers is, which, I mean, you could say that with most teams with superstars, like, I feel like y'all were able to get by without AD because LeBron is LeBron. Like that's LeBron yeah. James. Like he can, he, he can, he can mold himself to be whatever the team needs on whatever day that is. But yeah, exactly. you take out LeBron too. And now your best player is Dennis Schroeder. And mm. I mean, he can put the numbers up, but he can't do it by himself. Yeah, it's it's right. gonna be Kuzma gonna be y'all number man. Hey, Kuzma can Kuzma be putting it up though. Kuzma has been balling defensively too. Kuzma has been stepping it up. Um, Mark Kelly's he been Gasol, bro. Like Mark has been like yeah. trash. Mark and West, I keep hearing coming up. Like yeah. the West, I was like, oh, he could have come pulling. I was like, oh, I watched him in some Bucks games. And I was like, he can shoot. Man, he been coming here, dog. Nothing. I told you, I seen maybe one arrow all season. <laughs> one arrow, bro. I was gonna say I haven't seen the numbers from this year, but I know last year, like the Lakers were a negative anytime that LeBron was on the bench and AD was in. So even if they get AD back, mm-hmm. you know, best case scenario two weeks from now, like they still haven't historically been a great team without LeBron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was still missed that. If they're like a you know four hundred winning percentage team without either one of them, like they may be a five hundred team with. AD back, so y'all looking at a play in, <laughs> or you know, like this could galvanize the team. Like they do have probably buyouts coming. Um, you know, they're not tampering, but apparently it's a fait accompli that <laughs> Andre Drummond is coming somehow. You know, just by osmosis, like they picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> they randomly know these things. Uh, they don't tamper though, but apparently the, only the Bucks do. So no, I mean, like they don't tamper now that Magic Johnson's gone. You know. He was tampering, but they stopped all that once he left. Apparently, yes, we did. We did. <laughs> We're a stand-up organization. I guess a good scenario for y'all, gonna up and up. if y'all did get a healthy LeBron and AD by the time to play, if y'all in a play-in spot, a play-in situation, but then y'all got to play Utah first round. Man, I'd be pissed if I was Utah. Like you play all season to get the number one seed, and then you got to face the Lakers in round one. Yep, mm-hmm. we go bust mm-hmm. it. That's the that's the I could say that's the best case scenario if y'all yeah, if, fall down the like the yeah, I give you the proverbial ladder into that territory. Yeah, if I they the AC, they gonna have to fight their way there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gonna have to go through that playoff scenario. And I'm gonna tell you this: whoever going to see Ja and them Grizzlies in the playoffs is gonna have to really uh, I'm not cardio up. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's guaranteed, but it's only a couple games, so a lot can happen in one a one two. You know. 
Yeah, and it really Wait. depends on like where they fall. So, like, like obviously, if they're seventh, then they, you know, they get two bites only at the apple. Win one, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess seven or eight, but they only otherwise. have to win one. If they nine or ten, you know, one wrong, one wrong move, <laughs> one wrong turn at the ankle at the wrong time, one, you know, somebody gets hot and goes seven for seven from three. Like, it's just it's too much of a, a slim margin of error to really want to. Put yourself in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Lakers will still make the playoffs. Uh, even with all that being said, I have I still have that much faith in y'all. I will I will say that Thank because you. when I healthy, <laughs> <laughs> when healthy, like y'all y'all got the pieces. So and y'all I mean, the defending champs, and I won't ever come out. Well, the we defending we know champs. What? what are we? The defending champs. Oh, the dang! Yeah. All right, Jesus, I won a championship. All right, yep. put some respect on it. Uh, Meanwhile, we're on the other, other way. We look like a goddamn jetpack on our wings. Well, before we drop the Lakers, I just want to say yeah. I was going to, like, I had fully planned to come in here ranting because, like, the LeBron media machine had kicked up. Like, he definitely put the bug in everybody. You're, you're flabbergasted? <laughs> you're Paul? Yes. yes, I am. I'm just saying, like, to a man, like, every reporter that's tight with LeBron, every LeBron teammate, man, you know he the MVP, right? Y'all, y'all, y'all know he should have had like three more MVPs, right? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna still get my rent off just because, like, it was frustrating at the moment. It's like, Ron, <laughs> like, purposely and loudly declared that he didn't care about MVPs. All he cared about was championships. Like, yep, leaving leaving Miami, coming back to Cleveland. Like, he was like, I'm trying to win championships. Like, the regular season is about getting ready for May and June. So. You know, the media who votes for the MVP is like, okay, bet. Like, you know, you take it, you're clearly like, you don't want it. At like 80, 85% in the regular season. So, you know, we'll look at Steph or we'll look at KD or Giannis or James Harden or whatever. Like, these guys are going all out. They're having the best regular seasons, which the MVP is a regular season award. Like, yes, LeBron missed out on an MVP that they gave to Derrick Rose. Like that, that one I'll concede. And there may be one like before he got his first MVP where it was like, eh, he's probably the best player now. But since 2014 or whatever it is, I don't think that there's a year that you can definitively say LeBron James had the best regular season in the NBA. And, you know, like that's by his own admission. Like, and like once he started caring about MVPs again, like other people just had better seasons. Like, that doesn't mean he's not the best player in the league anymore. That doesn't mean, like, you know, he would be the first pick if, like, you know, you were drafting a team for game seven of the finals, but sustained excellence throughout the regular season has not been LeBron. And that's why you don't have eight MVPs. And right he now. might not get it this year with his injury. No. So. And there are better people having better Joker? seasons than him this year. Yeah. Even if he was I, in. I, look. <laughs> Joker, listen, Embiid got injured, LeBron got injured. You are now the front runner. Please stay healthy, young man. Stay healthy. Everybody stay healthy. But yet, I'm kind of sad that he, like, I'm always sad to see him get injured, but like the MVP race has been really interesting to me this season because, like, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of dudes hooping right now. It's a lot of dudes who are really, really hooping. And you can argue it a few different ways about who you really want to have that award. So it'll be interesting. Uh, according to sport books, 
Jokic is actually now the favorite to win the MVP. And with LeBron's injury <laughs> and the way the Nets have been hooping without KD, the Nets have actually now moved as the betting favorite hmm. to win the NBA title. Other injury news, Charlotte Hornets guard LaMelo Ball, the front runner for Rookie of the Year. This one hurt. Our boy, man. Yeah, this one hurt for real. Fractured wrist. The initial report said that he was expected to miss the rest of the season, but he got surgery today, and now they are not necessarily saying there's no hope at all for him to return at some point this season. I think that would be a pretty quick uh, turnaround, but I am definitely going to be hoping and praying and cheering for that young man's recovery to get back Absolutely. Uh, uh, to finish out this season. Yeah, they Who do you think is going to win Rookie of the Year? Uh, I Yeah, I meant four weeks. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think he's done enough, Like, and he's so far in the head of all the other rookies at this point. The only person I could see catching up to him at this point is probably Anthony Edwards if he continues to do what he's been doing for like the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been balling. <laughs> Yeah. He's been hooping. hooping. Yeah, been. Like, he seems to have figured some things out. Like they're putting the ball in his hands a little bit more since they made the coaching change. Um, the only thing is, like, D'Angelo Russell is coming back soon, so I don't know, like, how that will affect him. But otherwise, like, I think that Lamelo has been so far and ahead the best rookie this season. Like, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah, just, and he's played is... like at least half of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even that's that. Like NBA played like thirty games, and that's why people are like, "Eh, is he the rookie of the year?" Mm-hmm. But uh, Melo got, I think, 41 out of 72. So, yeah. Yeah, outside of Anthony Edwards, your other options are like Emmanuel Quigley with the Knicks, Tyrese Halliburton oh. with the Kings. I really do like Halliburton's game. Mm-hmm. I will say that. But that would be more uh, of like a Brockton type rookie of the year. No shade. But yeah. it's just like, you know, he's the, he's a great role player and probably can bump up to a little bit more, but he's not like, you know, franchise cornerstone type. Player. Hey, but you ain't got to be on that twin rookie of the year. You just got to have the best season that year. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Like, it would just be a Brogdon type. I'm stand on it if any <laughs> 76ers fans are listening. He deserved <laughs> that, that rookie of the year award that year. You hear me? Y'all, I forgot how petty y'all was. I saw the tweet and I was like, dang, y'all really did organize a whole cohort to come to a Milwaukee 76ers game in Milwaukee to boo Malcolm Brogdon. And when Malcolm <laughs> Brogdon was injured, y'all just picked someone else to boo Instead, I believe it was Tony Snell who they just decided to boo the whole game because Brogdon wasn't playing, so they had to pick some like Petty. Petty. <laughs> I, I like Milwaukee. I, I love. I, I live here. I'm proud to be from here. But can you imagine using PTO to travel to Milwaukee to boo a 23 year old kid? <laughs> they did boo Santa Claus, so I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like that. That it's never that serious. No, <laughs> never. Like you took off of work and spent money to travel. <laughs> boo. Like, your vacation was to Milwaukee. <laughs> to boo. To boo. boo. That's a waste of time. The whole game. Boo. If I if I ever seen one. <laughs> like, I'm all for traveling to other cities to see your team play like in different arenas, but to come much hate to boo in your heart. <laughs> you come to see your team. You came to boo the other team. Like that. <laughs> like you said they boo Santa, bro. And did thing they, is you couldn't even cheer for, you, for your guy. Uh, I think it was like snowballs and shit, but yeah. <laughs> it's like Philly threw batteries at somebody at some point. Yeah, it probably did. That's probably like uh, neither here nor there. An activity scene or something. Like, no, Philly. <laughs> 
Steph Curry injured his tailbone, but he isn't expected to be out long term. When I saw that injury, I, all I could say was, I know that hurt. Yeah. I'm not sure if any of y'all have ever injured your tailbone, but falling, mm. falling straight on, 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 on your, your, your booty and having that pain just shoot up through your lower back, just all the way up. Yikes. Nope. Not pleasant. Not pleasant. I had the wind knocked out of me. Not the same, but <laughs> Washington <laughs> Wizards forward Davis Bertans. He's expected to miss about two weeks because of a strained right calf. Giannis missed Monday's game against the Pacers with a minor knee injury. Oh, He's considered day to day. It's Giannis. My man's uh, a jig in the whole game. <laughs> dog, Giannis was all out of control. Oh, like, bro, you ain't even pretending like you hurt. <laughs> you falling now? Woke up and fell back to sleep again. I'm like, bro, come on, get off the court. Get your big ass off the court, bro. Put a headband on. No, so I'm got a mild knee sprain. Man, if you don't get your ass up, <laughs> hey, uh, you need to take her day off, man. It's all right. right. They, they gonna throw they that damn banister about ten times. Dog. Hey, man, if Kyrie can take off for his birthday, Giannis can take off because he tweaked his knee. He, you could tell That's that bad. something was wrong with his knee mm-hmm. during their last game because he was little. He's a little ginger, but. <laughs> They just take care. Yeah, of walk the up the court for a minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. take care of the franchise. We know he got like he he don't like to pretend. He like he'll pretend he ain't hurt when he is hurt. So if that was the case, and the Bucks were like, let's just give your knee a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. And as Eric mentioned, the Nets this week are going to be shorthanded because Kyrie is not traveling with the team on their uh, three game road trip. Today is also his birthday. Um, mm-hmm. Happy birthday, boss. Quite possible he he took I'll some PTO you. off for uh for his day like most of us normal uh, you ain't wrong normal folks you not wrong and it's like like it, it, I mean like they'll never admit it but it put it places a certain segment in uh, a more uh, logical quandary because like, you know they love to shout it's your job you get paid millions of dollars to do X Y Z it's like okay it's my job I get PTO <laughs> I'll see y'all on on Sunday like, <laughs> I have great company benefits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't post the pictures of you doing whatever it is that you're doing. Take everybody's phone. NDAs. Mm-hmm. Treat it like a Chappelle concert. Man, Chappelle was not locked Put it in up. a little black bag and put it in this bag in that box over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez, they didn't have locks on them with like, little remotes. Kevin heard the same thing, too, but I, I just, mm. I got hip. I had to be an elephant in the car. Y'all ain't about to put my phone in no bag, fam. I'll just turn I'll turn the volume off. I'll turn the vibration off. But y'all, I don't trust y'all. Y'all ain't taking my phone. There's getting people about the paint, too. Because people yeah. are stupid. They uh, Standing up. You're you the only one with a phone. <laughs> <laughs> flash going off. Like, bro, they come on They will see you. Like, come, come on, on. Oh, Why the flashlight on? They will see you. It's in it before this flashlight. I can't see. All right. I was looking for my keys. The lights ain't bright enough on the stage. You're looking for the exit, too. Get your ass out. <laughs> you and your phone leave. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Nets are also going to be without uh, Landry Shaman, who sprained his right ankle. They, the MRA, MRA, the MRI came back <laughs> clean, did not show any significant damage. So hopefully, something serious with him. And D Rose rejoined the Knicks this past week, although it's unclear when he's going to play again because he had COVID. And when they interviewed him, he was pretty much like. They say it's like the flu. It ain't like the flu. It's ten times. It was ten times worse than any flu I ever had. I still don't feel that great, but at least um, I'm negative now. So yeah. they got to work him back into shape. 
Like, I don't get no how joke. we're still a year in and people still be like, man, that COVID shit is real. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, millions of people <laughs> have had it at this point. Like, I don't need to get something to take other people's word for it. Like, I'm not. It's living by I faith. I don't need that type of convincing, huh? I say, that's living by faith for real. How so? God got me. <laughs> and they going about their merry way. Like, all right. Oh, I was just talking about people who still don't understand. Like, I don't think it's serious. Like, I, like Eric said, I don't need to get sick to see how sick you can get. Yeah. I'm cool. I understand. I, understand. I had it. It's garbage. Hey, but when you got <laughs> literally the worst like, oh, experience. <laughs> I said, and you was Literally. telling me everything that you was going through. I was like, yeah. listen. Literally the worst three three. It lasted three weeks, bro. Like, what lasts three weeks, yo? Like. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum going. still feeling some side effects. Mm-hmm. Like, Again, right yet? A whole new, a whole new. I couldn't even imagine team. being an athlete running up and down the down the court after I had that shit. Man, hell no. <laughs> it was hard to even get out the fucking bed to go pee and shit, like, or to go <laughs> eat or do anything, like, yeah. And you can imagine, run. yeah, I can imagine, like, off oh, to go hoop, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Uh, Former NBA center Sean Bradley, we learned that he was uh, paralyzed after a bicycle injury. Yikes. So I definitely just wanted to put that on there to just send out some some Prayers. love to him and his family. Yeah. That's Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, that's messed up for real. He was hit it by a moving up. hit and by a moving to, vehicle. Yeah. And, Be mindful uh, when you're driving a cyclist, like you have if y'all get into a crash, you have protection. They do not. So it's yeah. on. It's the, the impetus is on you to be more careful. Yeah. That being said, yeah, like, a moving vehicle. How big was the bike? Collide with a parked car. Ooh, Jesus. How big is the, the bike that can fit Sean Bradley? Like yeah, I really want to see like that type he's of bike. Huge. Like his legs are humongous. Seven, like six. I can't even imagine like yeah. how you can comfortably ride. You forgot a how Sean Bradley was. Custom made bike. I, I'm just saying, I want to see it. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately curious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and those are one of those things where, like, as well, big yeah, people, like, you can't imagine like how they live day to day. It's like you really gotta like that. Just seems uncomfortable. Like they talk that uh, Andre the Giant documentary talked about like how he had to get like two seats on the plane and he could never use the bathroom in the playing because it's too small for him like, it's just like you know people look at people that's all like oh man i wish i was that tall i'd be an nba star and it's like that they still gotta live in a world no, that's after a certain height seven feet people yeah. it's really not it's really not and andre was also like had a lot of weight on him too like mm-hmm. he was he was tall Massive. and wide like yeah also wanted to pay our respects to the Lakers legend, Hall of Famer, Elgin Baylor, who passed away of natural causes uh, earlier this week. Hey, a real Definitely. superstar, a real yeah. superstar, like Legend. one of the first players to play above the rim. Like my uncles, that was one of the guys who like my uncle's always like, listen, you want to talk about somebody nice. You better talk about Elgin <laughs> Baylor. Like, like the old head, my old head uncles, they was always talking about Elgin Baylor and how cold he was. 11-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA first team. And he was named one of the 50 greatest players in NBA history. All well-deserved. Sending love out to his family and his loved sure. ones and all those who were affected by his passing. Didn't he drop like 60-plus in the finals? Probably. Yeah, I think he has the finals record. I think it was like 61. That's good. I, 
I know he has but, the record. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 61, but and it really sucked. Like he was a victim of his time. Like he his entire career basically was like the Celtics like dominant run where they won like almost every championship in the 60s mm-hmm. uh, and like him and Jerry West could never get past him could never get past him like they met him in the finals a bunch of times could never get past him and then nine games into I think the 73 season 72 73 one of them um, like he had a bunch of knee injuries and he was like all right I'm done like they wanted to bring him off the bench and he's like I don't want to do that so he retired Lakers going to have like the longest win streak in uh, NBA history and then won championship. <laughs> and he was That's like, I don't want rings. Where like the rings argument, mm-hmm. like the rings argument, like again, like there's a little bit too much weight that gets put on rings when talking about how great a player is because mm-hmm. it's one mm-hmm. one guy on the team. It's one guy mm-hmm. on the team, and yes, you expect your superstar to help lead you. But look, in that finals game we were just talking about, I looked it up. He had 61 points. He played all 48 minutes, and he also had 22 boards. Mm-hmm. What more <laughs> do you want part. him to do? Literally. And he was playing defense. Yeah. Too. Like, that's not what more can I physically do here? Like, so I just hope that people will give guys more credit who, uh, you know, and I mean, it's really a circumstance game. of your of your time, like the the era in which you play. Because it's like if you just happen to be there in like the dominant run of Bill Russell or the dominant run of Michael Jordan, like yeah, you probably playing for second place a bunch of years. Like whereas like if you were there like in the mid two thousands when like there was no dominant team, it's like oh rings for everybody. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's different context <laughs> based on when you play it really. Mm-hmm. So definitely, hey, just sending love to, to Elgin Baylor's family sure. and all of those people. And just I hope that, you know, this made people kind of do some research on how cold that man was. And mm-hmm. if you didn't get a chance to see him play, like, I didn't see him play. Talk to somebody. You Talk to one of your old heads. Like there's somebody who you know who probably saw him play and can give you some some real some real info on that. On a lighter note, because that was a little heavy, talking about someone getting paralyzed and then someone passing away. I don't know if y'all were aware because I completely forgot that Mike Tyson and Amanda Holyfield were supposed to be fighting this mm-hmm. year. But that fight is in danger of falling through now because they can't agree on them contract negotiations. According to Holy Campfield, Tyson refused a $25 million guarantee. So Holyfield was like, nah. And then Tyson's camp was like, didn't nobody offer Mike no $25 million? But you know what? At this point, Mike doesn't want anything to do with them anymore. We're done. So at this point, it's a long shot to see Holyfield and Tyson fight. Personally, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but the other side of me also was looking forward to another one of those uh, Tyson boxing events, like the one we had with him. Yeah, that was a good night. It was a fun night. That was. I had a good time. I enjoyed that night. It was a Snoop good Dogg night. had a, he was the star. Like it was fun. Everybody was just smoking and singing and doing their songs, and then it'll be a, a fight in the middle of it. And the undercard was good. Like it was it was a good night. So they're saying that the fight could still take place, but at this point, who knows? But it's a bummer. And but, <laughs> look, if <laughs> I would have tuned in, I, I enjoyed the first one. By the time that this fight would have happened in May, I'd be fully vaccinated. I'd be able to like watch it with some friends who were also vac- vaccinated. It would have been a fun night. I thought you were going to head to Vegas. Like, like oh you, no, you, I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't saying all that yet. 
But yeah, that's that's what's going on with that. So let's bounce back to the NBA, some MLB. Let's get some transaction news and and talk some some trade deadline rumors. NBA. So the Bucks got PJ Tucker from the Houston Rockets for DJ yes, Augustine, DJ Wilson, and pretty much a pick swap. That's part of the reason why this trade was able to work because the Rockets already owned a Bucks pick. They put that in a deal, flipped it up, put it in reverse, switched it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like the the details of it is like it don't matter. Like basically, no. the Bucks drop back like from the end of the first round to the beginning of the second this year's draft, and then they swap their 22 and their 23 pick because Houston so, already had it. Yeah. And listen, when the news broke. I was pretty excited. I, I looked, I was playing 2K and I, I had saw my phone kept lighting up and I knew something had ha- had happened at that point. And I looked down and I saw the bus got PJ Tucker. So I was like, oh God, who did we give up for? Mm-hmm. And when I saw it was just no the DJs, <laughs> two DJs for a PJ, I was all for that. <laughs> like, what? Okay. That's it. I was like, not Pat Connerton? Bet. I'm, good stuff. Good stuff. Wasn't uh, Augustine deal for three years too? Yeah, uh, but I believe that the third year really. was, like, was a team option, so or not guaranteed. The same difference. <laughs> so I'm happy with it. PJ twisted his ankle during uh, mm-hmm. their win against the Pacers. So I hope that's not serious, but definitely love the move for the Bucks. It's not the kind of move where I'm like, uh, we just got. <laughs> no, I mean it, it helps them. It helps. Them or, no, I'm, it's not a like some people yeah. were acting like PJ Tucker is like all-star like he is a 35 year old role player and mm-hmm. i understand that i just think that he is going to be very valuable mm-hmm. to the bucks team because he gives the bucks more options of what they want to do on the court defensively so i was here for it. i'm not sure I'm, i mean i know y'all like the trade too but is there yeah. anything i wanted to add on it yeah for me like it, it one opportunity cost like it when well, opportunity cost, like the actual tangible cost was negligible like there was like, if anything, like, even if P.J., like, turned his ankle and didn't play another second for the Bucks, like, that was advantageous because they got off of Augustine's money going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to just say real quick, the mayor is in the chat. And he said that Eric J. called it because you were talking about P.J., how you wanted P.J. in Milwaukee, so he wanted to give you some credit. I appreciate that. Because I did say that last week. And, like, for that same – like, I'm I'm happy with it for that same reason because, like, it – like, to your point, Camille, like, it unlocks – a lot of things for the Bucks, like they can play a lot more Giannis at center minutes because, like, they were doing it, but Pat Connaughton, like, that don't hit the same as Jay Tucker. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's he doesn't he he tries, but you don't have to I wait wouldn't. on him to do what it, right. PJ does. Right. And again, like the Bucks want to become more of a switching team. Like, go out and get somebody that has basically perfected switching. Like, his defensive communication, like, his institutional knowledge about just, you know, the opposition and the way to switch and when to switch and when not to switch and, you know, like, that type of stuff. Like, that is invaluable to a team that really doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, like, in that regard. <laughs> it was um, a Bucks player who said, too, like, like you hear him all the time. Like, when he's on mm-hmm. the bench, you hear him. When he's on the court, you hear him. Like, like he is just always in your ear telling you where you need to be at. Which is, like, the number – I mean, it's not the number one, but it's – a very important part of team defense. Like if you don't know where everybody is at and you don't communicate where you're at or whatever, you know, like the opposition is doing, like that's how miscommunications 
come about. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, having a vet that knows, you know, how to play solid team defense that can that knows his role, like, that isn't going to be like, oh, I need some more shots. You know, I'm not playing enough, whatever. Like, he's there to win the championship. And mm-hmm. the more people that you can bring in with that mentality, like, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he doesn't take anything off the board, really. Like, Nope. They didn't have to give up. I don't want to say anything of value because that sounds rude, but. I mean, the pick uh, is probably going to be like a, a really late pick swap if they. It's the swapping our matter. first. We I mean, it's, the way things are going, like, Houston's going to end up with the worst record and the Bucks have a shot at the best record. So it may just be a swap of, you know, a few, one spot. Like, literally a few, <laughs> a few places. So. Would you have any other uh, PJ thoughts, Tom? Um. No, like y'all pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like, uh, mainly his defensive ability to allow us to switch everything, and it was interesting seeing him run some zone too. Like, oh yeah, they did bust out the zone. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, y'all really trying to throw in some defensive shit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's I'm, I liked it because it, it did give him a little bit of a uh, throw a little surprise at the team. And it's just showing that we are working on truly different things to make sure that we are able to combat whatever we come across in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Not just on the offensive end, but on the defensive end as well. So acquiring another player who is known to communicate and known to talk a lot on defense and is strong as hell. Like we, we have a, a team full of players who are stronger than their size. <laughs> I'll be honest. Like we have some strong cats on this team. Like DiVincenzo gets 13, could get a game with 13, 14 rebounds and shit like that. Like, Rebounding is a lot of heart and hustle and moving people. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, it, adding PJ just kind of adds to the dynamic of our team's balance, pretty much. Like we got a really good squad. Yeah, and they also were able to get off a of Tory Craig's con- or concert contract by sending him to Phoenix for cash considerations, which now allows the Bucks to also be buyers in the buyout market, which before they were not going to be able to until like April when it would have only been scraps. So. Right. Uh, personally, I'm hoping that the Bucks can pick up a guard. Uh, that's the only place where I'm just kind of like they're a little, little, little weak. Patty Mills. <laughs> you said what? Patty Mills. Look, I, I would, tweeted I somebody. Love, I said, yeah, Patty I was Mills. like, I, I, I don't want to hope, like, but I would really be happy if Patty Mills went to the Spurs and said, you know what? I kind of want out too. He'd be perfect. He'd be perfect. You yeah. would love that too? Probably Kane. Kane Pittman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Patty team. Mills here. That would be perfect. Get yeah, on no, my wish list is Patty Mills, Gorgie Jang, who is apparently like a buyout candidate in Memphis. Like, he's actually, like, he's lighter than Brooke, but basically big. has a similar mm-hmm. skill set, and he's a little bit more athletic. And, like, if we can't get Patty Mills, like, the guard I'm, I want is, he ain't great, but Austin Rivers would be beneficial. Yeah, like just another person that can, the, you know, knock down open shots and handle the ball a little bit, can play defense. Again, coming from Houston, he can switch. Like, what if Rondo's available? No, I'm good. <laughs> really? I would take Rondo defensive mind to play making first point guard on our second Look, unit. Hey, listen, playoff Rondo is a different animal. Hey, he I'm helped good. the Lakers win last year. Just yeah, last sure. year. <clears throat> he definitely did. Five months ago. I guess I'm looking at it from a personality standpoint. Like, I don't think he's a culture fit with Milwaukee. And that's not saying, like, anything wrong with him. I just think that if they were, like, I'm worried about bringing in Chris Paul because I don't know, you know, if he meshes with our culture. It's not about unprofessionalism. I think it's just, like, the way, like, 
personalities Personality. clashing. Like, I don't think that, again, like, if you have a problem with Chris Paul, like, you're definitely not going to want Rondo in your locker room. I get, you know, one's a minimum and the other is, like, on a mass contract. But still, like, if that's what your actual concern was, then I... So, before this, we'll move off of this in a second, but before the season started, a name that was interesting to me was Isaiah Thomas. Uh, yeah. As a spark off the bench, because at that time we, you know, we didn't have the full team dynamics filled out. And then I saw the Bucks run with small guards, and I was like, I don't really like this too much. <laughs> but yeah. as a buyout candidate, I'm still. I st- if Isaiah Thomas is as healthy as they're saying he is and looking looking good, I have look. I don't have any beef with having another scorer on the on the squad as long as the rotations make sense while he is out there. <laughs> Do not be trying to throw out no Isaiah Thomas, Bryn Forbes, Pat, Pat Connaughton. Throw them out <laughs> like, there, Bobby Portis lineup. Like no, like no, we don't need that. Like you got to balance that. You better have Drew out there with it or something like that. Like have some balance, but I wouldn't mind that as a. As a pickup off the, I don't even want to put that option in uh in Bud's uh wheelhouse. <laughs> like, yeah, just save him from himself. Yeah, <laughs> the Heat traded Myers Leonard a twenty twenty a twenty twenty seven <laughs> second round pick. Yeah, to the Thunder for Trevor Ariza, so they got their their vet as well. And okay, so he could uh, not Miami get the word out. <laughs> Okay, so he cannot get the word out quick enough. Like he is not playing for us. We only got him for the contract. Mm-hmm. He's out for the season. He will not be brought back. Like they put he that shit fly like, on our jet, bro. Anyway, <laughs> as he will, he will not set foot in Oklahoma City. Like they were, <laughs> they were on it. Like the second Woj bomb was he's not gonna play. No, I wish the Bucks would do that with uh, the other dude they picked up from from Kubrick's. Houston. I didn't want to learn how to pronounce his name. I was like, yeah, yeah we good. NBA trade day. Tra- what's going on my words? I'm not even at the trade party day. this week. I'm just, I'm just chilling. The NBA trade deadline is this week. A lot of names are being thrown out there. I am. I just want to ask y'all first. First of all, do you think that this is going to be a busy deadline? I, I guess define busy. <laughs> Because there's a lot of teams in positions where they feel like they can fight. Like you said, they killed tanking by trying to force Zion in last year with playing. So congratulations. So like you said, there's a lot of players or a lot of teams that are probably feeling like, you know, we can probably make a push right here, especially the top halves of both conferences. Like you, you can see that there are moves trying to be made, not just on the trade scale, but on the, like you said, the buyout scale or, um, like JJ Reddick's name was thrown out there for like JJ Reddick is not going to be a Pelican uh, much longer. So it's like you got all kind of gears getting set in motion just by the trade deadline. So it it won't just be the trades; it's going to be everything else as well. Well, I'm just talking about trades at this point, like not the buyouts, but just uh-huh. like the trade deadline. Because you know, some trade deadlines it'd be like trade, 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 and he's like, "Damn, I should have took off work. Like, I'm busy. I'm trying to keep up." <laughs> In other in other years, it, the deadline come and you took off work. And, and it, ain't <laughs> it ain't nothing. Yeah, I think there will be like a lot of low level moves, like people kind of you know trying to fill out their rotations. But like, I think the biggest name that's probably going to get moved, uh, like I guess there's a, a chance that Kyle Lowry moves. But other than that, like I think the biggest name is going to be Oladipo, which I mean he's a bigger name than he is a talent at this point. 
um, and then Eric Gordon. Like that, those if those are your headliners, like it's like, are we really looking forward to really it. shuffling things around, or is it just like you know, like a whole lot of noise and nothingness? But <clears throat> apparently, the Pacers are listening to calls on Malcolm mm-hmm. Brogdon. And kindness is a bonus too. And there, Sabonis's apparently not off the table. That's interesting. Yeah, I did not. Man. I did not foresee <laughs> Brogdon even being like. I mean, I do just because of the entry thing. Or it's like you know, can we sell high on him at this point before you we got paid the rest of this contract? You He's in can. the second year of a four-year, eighty-five million dollar contract. Yeah, Brogdon when he's on the court. He'll give you 20 and 10 quick. (laughs) (laughs) That's the key phrase, though, when he's on the court, which is, you know. So he's somebody who. Part of the reason why the Bucs were a little bit more comfortable letting him walk. Yeah. In addition to him wanting to be point guard, in which they Mm -hmm. said Eric Bledsoe is going to do that. And I don't want to revisit that at this moment. But. Oh, uh, because we we mentioned Wes before and we just mentioned Bledsoe now, like. I don't know if there are two more hated people by their respective fan bases this season. Like West with the Laker fans. West with the Lakers and Blesso with with New Orleans. Like they want them (laughs) gone. Like both of them. And the fact that that was our starting backcourt last year and Giannis dragged them to a 71 pace. Like he earned that MVP. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. It's like, and you know, I love Bled, but like, seriously, like give my man his roses. Yeah. Having having Drew every time I'm like what Drew did against the Pacers, I was like Bledsoe couldn't have done this. It's just different. It's just different. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm gonna say a name that's getting thrown out there is Kyle Lowry. Well, he's been on the yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a name that's been been and, out there. And uh, what's the name now? Uh, Miami wants uh, Norman Powell. Norman Powell's name is being thrown. Yeah, out there. I've heard Powell's name coming up recently, and I was like, that's interesting. So I'm curious to see if the Raptors are now thinking they want like, Tyler Hero. The Raptors? Yeah, that that just popped up on the phone like 20 minutes ago. They want Tyler Hero. And I'm guessing yeah, I'm Miami's sure like... like <laughs> <got an> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's Y'all going to take Duncan Robinson and be happy about it. <laughs> well, would, would Tyler Hero facilitate you, let's say, Norman and uh, Kyle Lowry? Because it's, it's one of the two that's coming that way. Look, if they weren't willing to give up Hero to get Harden, like, I'm not trading them for... Kyle Lowry know, and... Kyle Lowry, Lowry and, you know, 35-year-old and Kyle Lowry and Norman Powell. Like... That's a great point. Yeah, Tyler Hero's been all like they're they are adamant, like, no. They like, they, like I said, they they think Tyler Hero could be Devin Booker yeah. in Miami. Like unless I'm getting like a Bradley who is not getting traded, a Bradley Bill back. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not entertaining, you know, Tyler Hero trades. It's the same thing with uh, Michael Porter Jr. in Denver. Like everybody's trying to oh, will they offer him for X, Y, and Z? It's like, no, unless a Bill level star is on the board, like not Porter happening. isn't going anywhere. Aaron Holiday is a guard who is gettable at this moment from the Pacers. Gettable. Watching the Pacers gettable. yesterday, like I, I know people have been in a rush to split up Sabonis and Turner. Like, oh, you have two centers. Like, you guys might as well. I don't know if Sabonis is the – Like, I think he's better at power forward. Like, I don't necessarily think that he is a five, a five defensively. Like, he doesn't really protect the rim like that. Yeah, when they were playing Bucks last night, someone was on my Twitter like, "I thought this was gonna be a lot closer because the Bucks ain't have Giannis," and I was like, "The Pacers don't have Brogdon or Turner." Mm-hmm. They're like, "But they got Karis Levert 
as a bonus. And I was like, they need more people. <laughs> That's not enough. <laughs> That's not enough. Not against like the Bucks like, still got two all stars. Yeah, the Bucks have two former All Stars starting without Giannis in the game. Like still, like you have Chris Middleton, you have Drew Holiday. Oh, and I think Brooks also a former All Star at this point. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brooke Lopez, man. I've been holding <laughs> it down for you, Brooke. Niggas been wanting to trade you and whatnot, man. I've been having your back, Brooke. I've been having yeah, your bro. back. Way to who? Way to who? I'm glad to see it. And you know I'm why he's not getting traded? Because like he is what keeps Giannis from having to play center all the time, and that is more valuable to Giannis than probably even having his brother on the team. So, <laughs> <laughs> Brooke Lopez ain't going nowhere until they have a viable replacement. But yeah, man, that's that's another name out there. Spencer Dinwiddie, he is available. Boston talking about Dinwiddie. Miami's talking about Dinwiddie. I don't want Boston to trade for Dinwiddie <laughs> because Boston goes trade defense to the Nets. If oh, they no, trade, no, no. they center around Marcus Smart. But then they talking about Avery Bradley too. Boston's been just in almost everybody who available. He, Boston is like tied to them in some way. Like I think I even saw them tied to Aaron Gordon at some point. And I was yeah, like, they're considered the front runner for Gordon mm-hmm. at this point. They got that twenty eight million dollar trade exception. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to fill that void. I was like, it's gone. And that was that's a hugely wasted. Like there are actually like two things going on with Boston and Orlando. So um, they're looking at Aaron Gordon for basically two first round picks. They allegedly want like a young player too. We'll see, like Aaron Neesmith, Ramey and Langford, like that that type, like a former first round pick. And then they're also looking at expanding that trade and swapping Smart for Fournier. So Fournier, Aaron Gordon to Boston for picks, young player and Smart. Mm. Which I'm not, you know, like I was trying to think of like what their lineups are, like Boston, like what's the upside for Boston there, and you know, basically Kimba, Jalen, Jason, Gordon, and then Tristan Thompson, Daniel Tice, which I mean, I guess is better than what they have, but I don't feel like it really addresses like their primary problem, which is that Kimba isn't Kimba anymore, and they don't really have like somebody to set guys up. Hmm. It's interesting, like the there's names they get thrown out. Like apparently, because you know the Hawks have been listening on John Collins, mm-hmm. and they were talking to Boston because Boston's talking to everybody, and they were pretty much like, "If you want John Collins, we want Jalen Brown." John Collins would get paid, bro. He's nice. And Boston was like, nice. Boston said, "If you want Jalen Brown, and you better be talking about giving up Trey Young, because <laughs> right." <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Where are y'all on? Uh, I did hear uh, Atlanta turned this down, but Sacramento offered uh, Bagley for John Collins. They're like, nah, bro. I would have turned it down too. I'm not trying to hear that. I mean, I guess if, if the thing is like you don't want to pay John Collins, like getting back another young four. I don't know if Bagley is it, but like I get why. And maybe he just change the uh, scenery the way him and his family fighting that organization over there. <laughs> we'll see what ha- I, I think Miami's gonna do something they're gonna mm. do something I don't know what that something is but they will I'm curious to see if the Pelicans are gonna trade Lonzo I don't think so I think he'd be playing too well yeah he, he's mad like I know the he's Clippers very efficient like, like big man yeah, he's like, very Clippers, efficient right now the Clippers want him but I don't know what they would be able to they don't have shit yeah to give to get him 
Like the one, like I'm looking at what happens with Kyle Lowry. Like that's the only deadline move that actually concerns me. Like mm. if, if he goes to Philly, if he goes to Miami, like I'm much more terrified of those two teams with Kyle Lowry than I am currently. Cause he fits great. very well with both, <laughs> you know, like with both of them. It's like they style have, of play and everything. Yeah. Like just makes them tougher, makes them more stout defensively. Gives them a legitimate point guard that can like actually run offense and freaking flop set up. Because the thing is, like Miami's the offense has been trash this year. So if they get somebody that kind of gets them in line and kind of kind of set up easy buckets for Bam, help. can take some of the pressure off of Jimmy, like you know, That's get shots for Hero team. and not have to like you know get fifty shots himself. Like that's perfect for them. Again, mm-hmm. giving Philly a primary creator. That isn't Ben Simmons that they can actually, you know, so they aren't running like late game shit with Joel and or through Joel and B like terrifying. So please, Toronto, either hold on to him or send him west <laughs> for the Bucks' sake. All right, Tim, I'm gonna pass the mic over to you for channel B stuff, and I'm very much looking forward to the story after we talk about this signing. Okay. That's what we call a tease, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Um, well, then, real quick. Uh, so, the Cubs got a prospect. And he ended up... So, his name is Jesus Camargo. So, I don't know if you guys heard it in the news or not. So, Jesus got pulled over, right? And they discovered 21 pounds of methamphetamine and 1.2 pounds of suspected oxycodone pills in a duffel bag. With a thousand dollars of cash, some cleats, and some gloves. Moving weight, big weight. <laughs> and he had it in the bag with his cleats. With his cleats and shit. So oh. like, oh no, uh, it ain't <laughs> like, bro. You are you are on the cups. You're a prospect <laughs> for the cups. Like, I, I that see. ain't me. <laughs> that, I didn't do it. I, I grabbed the wrong bag. This was somebody else's bag at the at the at the stadium. But you also like. People, are, oh, why would he do something like that? Like he a prospect, things like that. But they still don't get paid shit until they get their first big contract. That's why arbitration is such a big deal for a lot of these young stars. And while uh, Fernando uh, Tatis Jr. he signed that contract that he did, like yeah, they got a steal for uh, what his age is because they bought out his arbitration and things like that in essence. But yeah, you don't get that money until you really until like your fifth, sixth, seventh year in the league. So a lot of times, yeah, they still doing things that they got to do to go ahead and try to make their money. And it sucks. It truly does. But that's a lot, bro. That was, you're moving too much too fast. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> moving too much too fast. You probably driving too, you was driving too fast with that in your car. He thought the cleats was going to hide it. <laughs> we was just playing <laughs> they baseball. They can't see them. White shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ball uh, powder. I <laughs> said, <laughs> hey, here, have some. Look, right, we're making my sales. I baseballs, too. I make baseballs. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That's a wild shit. But, but yeah, I, that's wild. That's wild. That's big weight. Um, mm. Next story on the list here. So, Texan star Deshaun Watson, he is now at the moment of this recording facing 12 sexual misconduct lawsuits. The NFL has opened up an investigation on him. And after the first three lawsuits came out, the lawyer representing the women in the case said that there would be more. 
he was not exaggerating because he said that he was also talking to 10 additional women in addition to the 12 that had already come forward, which would bring the total to 22. Uh, Watson came out today, I believe, and pretty much denied the allegations, said that they have evidence to show that one of the allegations is false and that it will help to disprove uh, that the other lawsuits or the other, yeah, other lawsuits are also frivolous and baseless claims. At this point, I don't know enough <laughs> about this the story. I don't have any additional comments. I am just telling y'all what's happening at the moment. And the only comment on this story that I will have is that watching how other people comment on this story says a lot. A lot of y'all be telling on yourselves with a lot of different things and y'all don't be like a lot of different things. And it reminds me of uh, how reactions are when women make claims uh, to different things. Like the women who are in the lawsuit will probably never see what you said, but there are going to be women on your timeline who might've been through something or who are going through something. And they now know that they can never come to you to talk about it because you're, your actions have shown that uh, you don't take it seriously. And again, at this point, it's just allegations. We don't know what's true. And I just think that everything doesn't necessarily need to comment. So just, just wait, see how this plays out a little bit more and you go from there. Steve Kerr. <laughs> there was a tweet apparently that came out that said that he enjoyed the, uh, was the 15 win season. Yeah, more yeah, than I his, fi- his last final season. Yeah, I can game. give a little context if you want. So he went on uh, Real Ones, which is a podcast on the Ringer Network. Logan Murdoch, Roger Bell. Um, he, they're having a conversation. Um, you know, basically like checking in, like you know, how's it going? How was last year after coming off of you know the the run that you had? And he's like, essentially like that. The first four years were pretty smooth. Um, and they were enjoyable, but that last year just had a bunch of drama. It had, a, you know, it had the injuries. It had, um, it was just a tough year and that he didn't enjoy coming to work. Like the team didn't have like the same type of chemistry. I'm paraphrasing, like I'm not quoting directly, but he, right. he was basically saying like it, it wasn't a great work environment that last year of the championship run. Mm-hmm. going into the, the following year last year when basically everything fell apart he was saying that that was more enjoyable just because like the guy, the young guys that were there were hungry and they wanted to work and like it was just a good vibe coming into like coming into the gym every day even though like the losing sucked like he was saying like mm-hmm. it was just it was more enjoyable like from a coaching standpoint like just to come to work every day so then the guy tweets out Steve Kerr says the 15 win team was more enjoyable than Kevin Durant's last year. He didn't not once <laughs> mention Kevin Durant's name. Um, so yeah, then he he took offense to that and was like, "You kind of phrased it in a way that wasn't." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. I see what the hoopla is about. All right. So hoopla. Plus KD. Right. Although it's like, okay, what made it so toxic that last year? was probably KD. So it's like, you know, the report was kind of reading between the lines, but he's like, I didn't say it. Like, I didn't. So it's probably wrong on both sides. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the NFL is going to be welcoming fans back to the draft. The draft is going to take place April 29th to May 1st, and they're going to have a select number of prospects, fans, and media in attendance. 
they're going to be fans uh, who are going to be designated as like club and or draft ambassadors. And to be able to go, they have to be vaccinated and they have to wear masks. They're also Speaking going of, to have. Uh, oh, Speaking of traveling, they get booed. <laughs> 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 they're also going to be having additional prospects who aren't actually there. They're going to have like the virtual aspects of it from last year for those guys, which is kind of cool. I like the the virtual look-ins. And they're going to have another draft-a-thon using this year's draft as a platform to, to provide relief to communities most affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. And they're also going to be promoting the vaccine. So NFL draft, people going to be there. You're going to hear some live booze. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a good time for those people, though. Like, honestly, like you could knock it off your bucket list. Hey, I went to the NFL draft. Again, yeah. when, it, when that draft comes to Green Bay, I'll be there. Just to say I went to the NFL draft. I just want to be able to be like, as you mentioned, off the mm-hmm. bucket list. I think they said that, didn't they say recently they're trying to get it? That's why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they've they been trying for a while. They just ain't been able to, to get it. That's part of why they built Title Town, because they want to be able to offer more than just being like, it's a stadium in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You can go to BW3s oh, yeah, around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got. Uh Chris Paul became the sixth player in NBA history with 10,000 career assists. So shout out to the point God. Chris mm, okay. Paul. They said that if he keeps his current rate, that he'll jump over number five, I think was. I think he's done like Andre back. So yeah, probably sometime this season. Um, he, I still don't think he's going to catch John Stockton. Though. Oh no, no, not a chance. Some of these, the, well. but that's also because like the scorekeeper in Utah was spamming assists for years. I mean, yeah, but so he had 30 assists that game. Look, back to back? Assists, <laughs> things they call assists now wouldn't have been called assists in the 90s. There are, there's, there's, it goes both ways. Yes, like, right. They're a little yeah. bit more lenient now with what they call an assist than what they were back then. So like, even if Utah was flubbing it, given the way they do it now, it, it's about even at this point. That man almost had 16,000 assists by himself. Like that's, yeah. Wow. Shout out to Chris Paul. That's a, that's something. Washington football team president Jason Wright announced that Washington football team is under consideration hey. for the permanent name, citing fan sentiment. Run that check. Who, who told him to do that? Run that check. <laughs> who said it? We've been who saying that it? for years before y'all did that. Run that check. Oh, like it's simple. It's easy. Y'all got the shit off. It, the uniform and, looked clean. It was acceptable. And, right. And at this point, it's unique. Like nobody else is being like, oh, we're the Washington. Yo, what's your team? The Washington football team. Like, let's just go. Like, yeah, mm, don't take deep, bro. Like Ohio State already got that. Don't 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 do that. I mean, if they ask you who's your favorite football team, you're gonna say the Green Bay Packers. You're gonna say the Chicago Bears. You're gonna say the I said, Washington don't take football. The I'm just saying that's why I'm, I'm saying don't there. trademark they the. That's it. man. They don't get no trademark on no goddamn. Like it's a fucking article. Everybody know when you say the. You the most common word in English damn dictionary. Like no, fuck you, Ohio State. Y'all ain't getting that. Y'all ain't getting that. The, the these nuts, nigga. <laughs> I mean, like, if I was like, the University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, like, nobody else gets to use of. Like, what? Like, no. Like, fuck out of here. Nah, that was stupid when they tried it. It's stupid now. <laughs> that but damn yeah. lawsuit. <laughs> Washington. Keep Washington football team as your name. We just going to ask for a small percentage off of uh, future. I mean, not that know. small. <laughs> I mean, we do got to cut it for away, so yeah. it's fine individually, but collectively, you know, su- substantial. WWE Fastlane took place this past weekend. Any of y'all watch? Nope. I did. I, I did. Watched. I did as uh, well. Uh, 
uh, boo boo. It was a trash pay per view. I'm glad I slept through the first part. It was gone. <laughs> it was yeah, gone. man. It wasn't. It wasn't that exciting this time around. Like Fastlane's yeah. never really that good. Because you know it's they're setting up WrestleMania. Yeah, it's a filler pay per view. I I wonder sometimes like what's the point of even having, especially like in the like in this like economic yeah. environment. Like what was what was like what was the point? Get people to subscribe to Peacock. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like they forced you to subscribe to me. <laughs> like, no, I, we know we said we was gonna kind of phase the network out. It's done tomorrow, bro. Like, oh, they yeah. killed it. Yeah, they killed I, it I, dead. Yeah, it's dead in the U.S. There's no more. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I didn't even know they did it already. Yeah. Just killed it's, it's it gone. dead. It's gone. Like it's they gone. was moving dates fast as a motherfucker. Next thing and you know, tomorrow. And Peacock ain't got the same functionality that the network had, so it's, they ain't got the years uh, lined up like they were supposed to. Like how WWE Network had, so now they gotta redo it. It's worse than what WWE Network was when it first released. Upon how things are organized and the ease of it, at least stuff plays. You know, it plays. It plays straight through. No glitching. Are you still skipping all that? Like skip action? No. You cannot rewind in a live event no more. Man, what the fuck? (laughs) So, it's kind of trash. Y'all need to fix that, yo. It's kind of trash. Vince is like, just give me the money. (laughs) <laughs> I don't care what you do once you Wait, get well, it, What's y'all formula? You ain't get that. Give me the money. <laughs> but no, it was. Uh, I do like the setup for the first. I, I, I was saying nah, but then as the night went on, I was like, you know what? I'm cool with a triple threat match between Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, I want that. I would love to see that. That that being set up was great. We are Ripley's now set up for Oscar uh, at WrestleMania because yeah, because Charlotte Flair got COVID. Although some yeah. thought it was because of Andrade, her her, her boyfriend, who got who got his release. Mm-hmm. Um, I already got a new gimmick and everything. It would have been it would have been interesting if the reason that she wasn't uh, on TV wasn't because of COVID, but rather because of what was going on with with her boo. Because let me tell you, when AEW was talking about getting the star, Charlotte <laughs> Flair, I, Charlotte Flair is one you would like to get, like. Now that's a star. Now that's somebody who can change the fortunes a little bit at a, at a yeah. Like short of Roman Reigns, like I feel like that is like of current wrestlers. Like I feel like Charlotte is the one where it's like, damn, they took her. Like, yeah. Like even more than Sasha, yeah, even more be than Becky at this point, like she number two because it just seems like she's set up to be like a lifer in WWE. So if they can steal Ric Flair's daughter and build a women's division around her, like that would be a Flair, game. man. Oof. That would be Ooh. so crazy. Charlotte Flair and AEW. <clears throat> she's grown on me. I was like, oh, she's... She's cold, bro. Yeah. She's cold. Like like she is. Huh? So you didn't like Charlotte Flair at first? Not, at, not, not when she first started coming. Well, when I first got back into watching her, I was like, I don't really feel like that. But then as I like started watching like watching her more, I was like, mm-hmm. damn, she cold, yo. And her and Sasha had some crazy yeah. matches. Crazy matches, man. But some um, good, some good times there. But that being said, that stops the top of discussion. I had to blow the whistle. I'm gonna just skip that. We can go right into the tech top five for the week. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. Last week's tech top five. It got the people going a little bit. It was about mm. Marvel, the best Marvel villains. Now. This was one where it was almost a three-way tie mm. between myself, Ken, and uh, Tim. Mm-hmm. Tampa's right. 
No, he wasn't. He was not. Every, and everybody who was talking about, well, maybe Tony Stark shit. No, no, no. It's not how this yeah. worked. Killed that no. sold out man. to the government. They blew up a whole damn. The villain of the movie was Baron Zemo. It was not Tony Stark or Cap. Like, it was not. It was not. It was not. It was, not. It was an accident. They were having I'm flying through fun. your crib. I'm blowing your shit up. I'm saving you here. I'm here for you. If they had been on the government contract, the government would have been a part of having to pay for them, uh, them houses and shit. But, you know, let them go ahead and throw your car if you just got done playing uh, payments on the shit. Blow up your damn house. But you ain't got superhero the insurance. They do <laughs> shit up. They really do. Hey man, Tony Stark rich as fuck. Like I'm just suing him. It was almost a, a three-way tie, but ended up being another two-way tie between myself and Tim. Hey, Ken, congratulations! You, you was one off from tying with us, but oh, that's all good. Congratulations! Appreciate I'll get them next week. <laughs> <laughs> this week's. Since it's the NBA trade deadline coming up, we're just going to do the biggest NBA trade deadline deals. So nothing that took place in the offseason. It had to be, you know, during the season. So, Tim, what you got? Um, my list is a little bit all over the place, but it's kind of like for me. I still got like nine things listed on mine. I got to figure my paramount <laughs> down. For me, it was more so like the, I guess, the, the way I felt about the trade. So that's why. I've got it the way I got it. So one number five is uh, Carmelo to the Knicks in 2011. It was a big deal to me because I'm like, damn, he really like he going from uh, the, the Nuggets now. Like no more Melo in Denver. Like it was kind of like a damn. That was a crazy. That was it, it, I was if a big Carmelo fan. I felt if like you're Mello a should, certain age yeah. that Denver Melo jersey. Yeah, yeah it's special. It <laughs> is. Like I thought he should have won Rookie of the Year. I know this. But I felt like Melo had the better rookie year that year between him and Brian. Like I was a Melo fan, like a big Melo fan. So yeah, Melo been a dude. <laughs> him getting traded to New York, I was like, holy shit, no more Denver, huh? <laughs> like just like that. And Iggy was going over. to the Mecca. Um, number four, I got the Demarcus Cousins trade. They traded that man to the damn All Star game. Like, come on, <laughs> mid interview, <laughs> mid interview. Hey, didn't even know that. Hey, bro, you got we ain't finished this damn interview. Hey. Like hey, no. you can cancel your uh, you can cancel your flight home since you're already in New Orleans. Like what? <laughs> like what you mean? Like just just stay here, bro. Just go. We got you. Just stay here. <laughs> You'll sleep at the stadium for the night, but we'll we'll figure it all out. Sleep at the stadium, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> we seen you, so we said you had to stay. We seen what you did in the game. You just you, we couldn't help it. We you got to stay here with us. But again, everybody was like, you traded that man mid game <laughs> during the All Star game, like, and the way he found out, like that was yeah. big. Um, number three, another big fan of the Detroit Pistons team that won the uh, NBA championship. But Rasheed Ooh. Wallace being traded to the Pistons, number three, was a big catalyst for them because Rasheed no, was. I was. I'd just be hating on that team. That pissed me off, dog. Oh, like, she was doing it. Hey, that was like that piece that took, that yeah, took he was over the top, dog. Piece. He had the edge. He had the attitude. He had the Damn, scoring. Man. He had the defense. Like, Rasheed Wallace was the glue, the, the crazy glue. Team, <laughs> but he was the glue the team. Man, to this Rashid, day, I hate Ben Wallace. That was one of my favorite teams of all time, dog. Him coming up in screens was um, unstoppable. <laughs> unstoppable. And hey, put a mask on him. Look like the Phantom, the clear Phantom of the Opera. Like, bro, yeah, he was that team was nice. Ben Wallace, yeah. Anyways, uh, number two, Paul Gasol getting traded to the Lakers. Talking about another missing piece <laughs> that led that to them great. getting another title. 
Indeed. Everybody was pissed about that trade too, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> like, again, it was it was huge for them because again, Paul Gasol became a catalyst for how many give with y'all two? Mm-hmm. Like got two with us. Kobe needed another party. They raised the roof today. And got one. <laughs> <laughs> um and number one, because it's such a, the biggest heartbreak in Milwaukee history is uh Ray Allen getting traded to the Seattle Supersonics for Gary Payton. Yeah. Oh, so Boy, uh, Desmond, uh, Desmond Mason. They really uh, tried to geek us up about Desmond Mason. Man, he dug all over the place. Ray Allen dropped 35 last night. Man, he ain't like his shit. Ray Allen dropped 45 last night. <laughs> Him and Ray, uh, Rashad Lewis is lighting up. I mean, like a Christmas tree in Seattle. I will never, ever forgive George Carl for that. It's all his fault. I will mm. never forgive him for that. <laughs> <laughs> And that's you sound like you want to spit on his grave or something. Right. <laughs> if I see George Carl, like I'd probably just oh, stare I... at him for a while and just be like, <laughs> "He killed our franchise for years. We had a squad. I blew it up, and then he went even around. Like uh, then I'm, he left. Uh, <laughs> I can't deal with this. I don't have a team. I don't have anybody to coach." You traded him. You traded the whole squad. Eastern Conference Final Squad that got screwed, by the way. But Eastern Conference Final Squad blew it up the next year. That franchise just now recovering two years ago. <laughs> okay, it wasn't no two years ago, but I. I, I mean, when was the last time we was in Eastern Conference Finals? That that last look, time won a that don't mean the last year we had that squad. <laughs> <laughs> two years ago was when we finally recovered. Like damn, we we recovered in my head the moment we dropped the Giannis. Like that's when the franchise for fear, fear the dear year. Like I think that that's even yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, fear the dear. Yeah, I'm changing mine up a little bit because I totally forgot about she to Detroit. Um, so my honorable mention is Jason Kidd getting traded to Phoenix. I only wanted to mention it just because <laughs> they, they had to blow up the team over Tony Braxton. Like, duh. <laughs> you traded a recent rookie of the year, future Hall of Famer, one of the best point guards of all time because he was fighting with a girl, fighting with a teammate over a girl. Hey, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, yeah. You know, you got rid of, well, I guess they got oh. rid of D'Angelo Russell for that. Over a girl? In a Hall of Famer. Uh, <laughs> so, five, I'm going to put she to Detroit. Um, for Melo to New York, which still doesn't make any sense because he could have just signed with them in the offseason and they wouldn't have to give up half their team. <laughs> he could have went to Miami. But he wanted to get every cent that he could get, which, I mean, I, I guess I don't blame him, but he definitely, like, uh, short-circuited, like, or he, he lowered the ceiling of that team because he was impatient. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was for three, Ray Allen to Seattle for the, the regions that you mentioned. Like, they brought back old-ass Gary Payton, who they kept for three months, and then... And he bounced so damn fast. Yeah. <laughs> so you traded a mid-20s all-star for three months of a guy that didn't want to be here. And then left for now. <laughs> I mean, at Thank that you, point, George he's Carl. a superstar. Honestly, Jesus Suttlesworth was huge. On site. Man, listen, George <laughs> Carl just... Move, mm. Let's move on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so this portion of my list is because they led to championships, possibly. Um, 
So my number two could be number one, depending on how this year ends. But James Harden to Brooklyn, like that's mm-hmm. a former MVP getting traded in the middle of the season to a team that already had a former MVP and Kyrie Irving. Like, does that count? Was it not in season? Did we say it trade deadline? Yeah, by the trade deadline in season. In uh, season. Okay. 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 <laughs> it ain't like it happened in July. I'm, I right. thought we were talking trade deadline. Day deals. So. I mean, technically, the mellow trade didn't happen on trade deadline day. Uh, I guess you went. <laughs> 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 and number one was Paul to the Lakers. Um, like burr, 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 burr. that made them a two-time champion, like almost immediately. Actually, it was immediately. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And it turns out like they traded a future defensive player of the year and perennial All Star to get him. But back. at the time, it looked like it was a highway rival. Huh? They brought him. Uh, yeah, they brought him back. Marcus all back in the Lakers. Oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> they brought him back. We're going to finish it like, out at the Lakers. <laughs> oh, Stephen, we're going to like. Because, you know, they got, Gasol got traded for Gasol. No, we, we, we got we it. Know. We, we, we caught up. Other context for other folk. We caught up. Man, okay. So, my honorable mention is going to be the Clippers trading Blake Griffin. Months after they put all that whole spiel together about him being a Clipper forever. Bogus. That one yeah. super, but bogus. also understandable. <laughs> uh, but it was just shocking. It, mm-hmm. So my list is based on like my personal levels of being like, wait, what just happened? Y'all just did what to who to where? Why? So my number five is going to be mellow to the Knicks. Uh, we already have discussed that. My number four is going to be Demarcus Cousins to the Pelicans because that's Tim mentioned legit during All Star. Like the game, it just finished up. <laughs> And we get in trade details. Number three, I'm going with Deron Williams getting traded to the Nets in 2011 because at that time it was like shock. It was pure shock. And also, I think, well, we don't know how Williams' career has panned out. Like it, it just, it completely just fell off a cliff. Yeah. But when he was traded, he was arguably the best point yeah. guard in the league. Deron was like cold. Cold and he went to the Nets and it was just like, wait, what? Are you serious? Who they still Next had up. at the time though? Who the, the Nets? The Nets. Oh. I, I know they had Ice on Justin, didn't they? No, they, they had didn't get him team. until later. I'll, I'll look it up. Mm-hmm. Like Darren Williams was the first guy that they brought in. That was during yeah, that was in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Number two, we got Ray Allen to the Sonics. I don't need to. Go there no more. We have we have been there. F. George Carl. And number one, I got Chris Paul to the Clippers. Uh in large part because we thought he was going to the Lakers. Don't even get me started on that shit. That was that in the was, season. Mm. Yeah. Wasn't that in the season? No, because it was the lockout year, so it hadn't started yet. Like it was in uh, December, but it was the lockout. Shoot. Well in that case, dang, move that off then and just then move everything Chris, up. Yeah, move I everything up. I definitely thought that happened during the season, but that's No, it just happened so late in the calendar because they were coming off the blackout. Oh um, yeah. Okay. So at five then we got Blake going to Detroit. Four, we got Demarcus going to the Pelicans. Or wait. Yeah. Yeah. Five, Blake to Detroit. Four, Carmelo to the Knicks. Three, Demarcus to the Pelicans. Two Ray Allen to the Sonics. Wait, no, I'm all off. I don't even know. Hold on. 
Ken, <laughs> you go. I need to reorder my list. I'm confused yeah. now. All right. Um, so at five, I have Ray Allen going to the Supersonics. Um, DeMarcus Cousins going to the Pelicans. Um, Rasheed Wallace going to Detroit. Powell going to the Lakers. And uh, Melo going to the Knicks as number one. Okay. Melo was going to be the – he was supposed to be the savior. Again, he gutted his team before he got there. Couldn't say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and just to clean up something from earlier, uh, Steph is going to be reevaluated in a week, so he missed at least the next three games. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, just to go back over, because now I got my, my my numbers back in place. Number okay. five, Blake to Detroit. Mm-hmm. Number four, Carmelo to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Number three, Demarcus to the Pelicans. Okay. Number two. D. Well to the Nets and the number one Ray Allen to the Sonics. Although I'm looking at it, I think I might want to actually flip Williams and, and Ray. So I'm actually flip that. So I'm gonna put Ray at two and D. Well at one. Because thinking about it again, I I knew he had problems with with his coach with Sloan, but I still didn't expect him to get moved. Definitely. And there you have it. it. Like, <laughs> like what? So there you have it. That's top, top five for the week. That's the show. We hope you all enjoyed. As a reminder, make sure that you rate, subscribe, review, do all that good stuff that helps the show, all the free ways to support the pod. We really appreciate it. We do not grow without y'all word of mouth. So just keep keep telling the people, keep telling them the good news about Tech File. Keep, keep, keep on keep on keeping on. If you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter and Instagram at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Thank you, good sir. At Bucksmore Altar. That's all you get. Goddamn right. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram, K Harris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy. T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, aka ass ketchup, aka Mr. Give It to Me. We will see y'all next week. I will hear you'll hear us next week, but we'll see y'all next week somehow. Some way, some form. We'll see the numbers. There we go. That's how we see y'all. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> He's talking himself into trying to make sense, fam. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.